It's that time again. Today it's episode 7 with the Pack AD out of Vancouver on the Romanus Records podcast. A personal favorite of Romanus Records, uh, deemed in their own words as a fearless Franken blend of heavy psych pop and garage rock. Ooh. Today we chat with them about their life on the road, how they went from a first show barbecue to their first record deal in months, touring with Alice in Chains, life on the road, and their favorite bizarre road stories. Their new song, Give Up, off their new album, It Was Fun While It Lasted, is out now. Available on all streaming platforms as well as on vinyl at their site, thepackad.com. Give Up will be available to stream and listen at the end of this episode as well. Just check the description link or just obviously listen to the entire interview. Finally, some Romanus Records news. We continue to work on King Gizzard liquid-filled vinyl. Thank you so much for your support on those. These may be slightly delayed due to COVID-19 as we have no employees other than yours truly working here at Romanus at this time. James Lake 7 Inches should ship next Monday and be totally on schedule. And pending the world opening back up, we have a mountain of new epic releases coming out in the next few months. So thank you so much for tuning in. And without further ado, welcome to the Romanus Records Podcast. Welcome. It's a special day here at, uh, yeah, at Romanus Plaza. We've got two of the spiciest people on the planet with me today. We have uh, <laughs> <laughs> Becky and Maya from the Pack AD. How are you guys? Good. Feeling spicy. That's good. That's good. Um, Becky, really spicy. It's important to be spicy. You live in a very cold region, um, so it's the only way to fight it, I would imagine. Um, what's the temperature there today? Well, you guys uh, do Celsius, so I don't know what that is. Do you no, know, Becky? We do Celsius. Oh, well, we do Celsius. So- whatever. We do something that's different from you guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, it's it's good. like 18 degrees, maybe. Okay. Well, it's good that you said you guys do Celsius when it's you. It's good. Um, it's warm enough <laughs> to wear a muumuu outside and nothing warm- else. <laughs> That's it's pretty warm. That that's the measurement for heat. Is yeah. mumu <laughs> mumu with with like full leggings or or no leggings? No um, leggings. Oh man, that's the heat wave. That's the mumu wave. Yeah, it's a heat wave. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, we. Um, I'm excited to have you guys on. Um, I'm a total loser, and I want to talk to you guys about a your new album that's coming out. Uh, when's that drop? this friday april 17th it's a good day um what made you decide april 17th uh well because originally before uh uh covid19 we were actually today april 15th was the day that we would actually be sitting on a plane flying to europe and uh doing our first tour for this album so it was timed out to with a tour. So actually, our first show was supposed to be this Friday, April seventeenth, in France, and it's not. Uh, We're here. That sounds that sounds lame. France is no fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, eh. Well, here we are. You know, this is the world we're living in, and uh, you know, hopefully, it's not the world we stay in forever. So, um, I don't think it would last too long. I think people would rebel. I don't think they could handle it. People snap, but we'll see. They'll snap or they'll, cro- <laughs> they'll or they'll croak. One of the two. <laughs> snap or croak, exactly. 
Um, as long as it's with a sound effect. Yeah, for sure. Um, that sounds like a good uh, political platform to, to run on. Snapper croak. Um, Snapper. So, yeah, I just want to get into telling your story. I think you guys have a good story to tell about your band. And uh, I'm trying not to like be a dweebus with my, my questions, but there, there's going to be some dweeby ones in there. So forgive me. Um, can you give me your full names? My name is Maya Miller. And my name is Becky Black. But Maya, your name is Maya Star Miller. It's true. That's my full name. <laughs> you should be you should be proud of that middle name. I'm not not proud of it. <laughs> so it's, it's good. Um my middle little name is super bizarre. It's Shamblin. And really? uh, yeah. Uh so you're gonna enjoy this. Uh and I'm sure they won't be listening, so it won't be a problem. Um my family is uh well, they were under the impression, apparently, that they were Native American and had been for eons. And somehow or another, this got passed on to me and mm-hmm. from my dad and whatever else. And then after some uh, oh, some DNA testing after a family member passed, um, turns out uh, we are not Native American. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's sweet, but in all fairness, though, I do, um, I had parts of my family that were very involved in, like, uh, Native American rights and stuff, and were, like, mm-hmm. I guess still are recognized in the Shawnee Nation, so I guess I don't quite understand all of it, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's, yeah, so that's my, that's why my male name's that. Um, Star is really good. Name. Yeah, what's yours, Becky, now that we're all exposed? Okay, I, I told my shame. It's May. Becky May. Yeah. That's that's nice. It's very pleasant. <laughs> that sounds like you were you were born in definitely the States less than uh, Becky May. It does. It's, it's good. <laughs> the reason I asked about your full names is because I was kind of curious if Becky Black was a it sounded too rock and roll to be real. And it's, yeah, it's would, my mother's maiden name. It's my grandfather's last name. It's good. It's good. The, yep. the internet, you know, wonders. Um, <laughs> so I guess. Why aren't they wondering about my name? My name is amazing. No one said it was bad. All right. No one said it was bad. Maya Miller. Yeah. It, so- it sounds like, uh, you know. A lawyer. Yes. Yeah. I would trust you, you know, uh, for like a civil, a civil case. That'd be about where it would stop. Um, okay. But <laughs> where, how did you guys meet? I think that'll lead us in to uh, how the PEC AD came to exist. How did you guys meet? We met through mutual friends uh, in Vancouver. And what and when was this? Do you have like a roundabout year? Uh, Five. Five or six? Yeah, something like that. So we're yeah. fresh. We're fresh out. We're like a couple years past Fred Durst ruling the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and then what? Then what we did is we started a band with them. Yeah. With Fred so Durst. With Fred Durst. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like to talk about it, but you know, I'm willing to talk. That's good. <laughs> it's it's good. Um, I'd love to have him on the podcast. Um. I'll let him 
<laughs> so you guys meet through mutual friends and do you just stare at each other and say like, let's start a band, new friend? Pretty much. Or like, <laughs> we went Actually, on, pretty we went much. A, we went on a road trip and we were just like, hey guys, we should we should start a band. Like literally, <laughs> that's what happened. There was four of us. Well, I was like, well, I play guitar. And then another guy was like, well, I play bass. And then the other two people were like, well, we can learn things. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> one of the, I can learn things. Awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic, but like, uh, that's I think that's the spirit of rock and roll in a lot of ways is that you're just you're too dumb to know any different, and you're like, yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah. yeah. So you go on the road trip, and this 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 is a good tie-in. The internet tells me you originally had, as you were divulging now, four members, correct, of sorts. Yes. How, and I'm gonna guess this first band wasn't called the Pack AD. No. What was it? This is one of my favorite topics, is finding old band names for previous projects. Uh, the band was called The Map, and we never made an album, and we only made t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and we never even really officially played a show. No, we, we didn't. Just, we just practiced all summer, and then, uh, and then just kind of fell apart, but then Maya and I kept writing and and then we ended up playing gigs as the two of us. And that's, and then we're like, well, we can't be the map anymore. So we were called the pack. And then this was back in the MySpace days. So we were on MySpace as the pack and we kept getting booted from MySpace. We were like, why? What's happening? And apparently because it was a rap group called the pack and one of their uncles is too short. And he was like, so, cause he had some kind of power to just get his booters off my face. And was like, it's wow. a copyright issue. So we were like, okay, we have to come up with a new name and we just couldn't come up with a new name. So we added AD to the end. And <laughs> nice. I really, I really wish we could go back in time. And I wish we could go now, back in time too. My friend, everybody asks like, what does that mean? It just means, I don't know. It's just a name. <laughs> I like it. I mean, it just seems like it's after death. It just seems like it was the death of the pack. At least in my brain, that's how it yes. works. And yeah. yeah. And then we became this new the pack, which had If only a- we knew with future goggles that MySpace didn't matter. <laughs> uh, it seems it seems so serious at the moment. Like when, when that's really stuff's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I uh <laughs> man, there was I found someone who had the same band name as mine, brother oh brother, but he spelled it like brother oh space brother and then he had like mm-hmm. tours that were like the same name as like an album i did and i'm like this is oh uh, yeah i was like come on and i like almost said something i'm like no this is dumb this is the internet like my band for all i know is gonna suck crash and burn and you know i'll be like man should have been me <laughs> so <laughs> you when did you pick up guitar becky uh, probably 12 or 13, I guess. Sweet. And then Maya, you're in your 20s and you're like, I'll play drums. Is that about how that shook uh, out? Well, I, I started playing drums because we because we decided to be a band. So I took drum lessons then. Sweet. So, yes. I mean, it wasn't like uh, there was no there was no previous drumming experience. That's awesome that you're just on a road trip. You're like, I'll start taking lessons. Let's be a band. That's the yeah. best. That's the best. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really mean it. Um, 
so you go from the map that had no direction. You see that there? And then uh, yeah. you went, became the pack, uh, world-famous uncle, too short, uh, stomps out the pack, you you die, you become the pack AD, and your uh, exodus begins. So what year did the pack AD, I guess, start cracking out shows? Uh, mm-hmm. well, 2008? well, 2007. But we didn't go... We, like, when was your first show? That's, you know, when was the... I guess... I 2007? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds about right. We played a barbecue. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, that's how most things start. You started a show that's not really a show. And yes. So you go, you played this barbecue. I'm sure it went well enough to be like, let's do it again. I'll get kind of to this, but what was touring like out of Vancouver? What was that like? Because I know for listeners who wherever you're listening from in the States, there's a lot more clubs that play music comparative to there's some vast space in Canada where from what I understand, there's just nothingness. Is that correct? It's about, it's about an eight hour drive in between gigs. Yeah. That's healthy. That's a healthy, (laughs) that's a healthy jaunt. Um, (laughs) How long were you making these eight hour trips between gigs? Uh, like just getting started well we did a cross canada tour that was our first tour and then not that long after that we actually started doing a lot of american tours and we would go for like three months at a time and just play every night and sleep in the van (laughs) you can tell it was wildly successful yeah that we spent so much time i mean Well, you continue to do it on some level. Either you haven't learned your lesson or it couldn't have been that bad. Um, maybe a bit of both. <laughs> like you you tour, you get started, get going. What um, Do you remember your first show in the States, like where you dipped into? Uh, wouldn't that have been Portland, Becky? Yeah. That great show? Yeah, Portland, I think. Was the <laughs> first Portland. one that great show <laughs> uh, <laughs> um was that the one with the roller derby uh i feel like that was the first time wasn't it at the kenton club yeah no that, that was fun that sounds yeah. awesome so there well, are you yeah. telling me there was a roller derby or your first time in the states yeah probably did you think like this is the most american thing this is like of course, the, the cans of Rainier beer and drinking, you know, like 10 of them and feeling nothing was the most American experience. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Your that beer may, is weak. That may say more about you than the beer. Um, <laughs> well, Canadian. That's so. true. No, uh, it was left here by my previous homeowner, but I have a moose head uh, flag on the ceiling of my garage and I just haven't felt <laughs> it hasn't felt right to take it down. You start start touring. When do you think it started to like kind of get some traction, or when did you think like, oh, we should take this? Maybe we should give this a real shot. Uh, I mean, well, touring was a shot. <laughs> no, yeah, that was the yeah, shot. I mean, the shot mo- was touring. Yeah, I mean, a three month tour is pretty serious. I'm, I'm, I guess maybe like. Well, we did got. You, we, did you quit I mean, your jobs like pretty well, quickly? Well, what happened is we we put out an album. We got uh, we got signed to Mint Records in Vancouver. 
um, for three albums. And that happened like pretty soon after we started playing. It was all very weird. It happened really quick. So we started touring um, a lot. And I know for me, because we were touring, touring so much, I ended up having to quit my job. So then it then we really were touring because, well, and Becky, you'd quit your job already. Yeah, I went, I went from pumping gas to pumping gas. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. I, I, uh, I did some research and I was, yeah. What was the name? Uh, what was the name of the gas station you were pumping? It was a Petro Canada. Fantastic. And what was your, uh, uh, what would see, what was your job there? Uh, Maya? Uh, I worked in a shipping department of a university bookstore. I don't think so, that'll surprise, I, I don't think that'll surprise anybody. It. I don't think no. that'll surprise anybody. No, no. This is the job I'm doing now because now there's no tour and now I just uh, package things for shipment again. It's Full a, circle. Yeah. Circle of life. Yeah. Um, it's the happy part. So you start touring, you get picked up pretty quick. So Pack AD starts kind of like in 07 in earnest. When did Mint Records uh, sign you guys to a deal? Um, 2007. Holy smokes. Yeah, like it was just all really quick. Like basically we played a barbecue and then um, someone who was at the barbecue was like, you're really good. I want to record you. We're like, okay. And, you know, so we did. So we recorded like 18 songs. and For $200. For $200. <laughs> and then um, Mint Records signed us and they re-released that album with a different cover. And yeah, um, we did three albums with them. It was stuff. all really quick. It was very... Yeah, that sounds really quick. I don't think that's yeah. the normal uh, arc no. for most bands. No, I don't think so. That's wild. It went um, from learning to play drums to recording a record to getting a record deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, literally. And that was how... We were was, so good. And that was the plan. <laughs> yeah, that was the plan. You're like, all right, this barbecue is going to be a super important barbecue. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the barbecue going... that changed our lives forever all right becky look me in the eyes look me in the eyes all right you're gonna stop pumping gas after this barbecue all right that... <laughs> <laughs> feel it we're taking off <laughs> no seriously that's awesome though like that's such a cool story i that is as i'm i know you guys know that is not how the world works for most bands you know most bands don't even get to work with a label period you know they rarely get off the ground and that's awesome mm -hmm. So yeah, you quit, thanks. you quit pumping gas, you quit working at the university bookstore and you put out three rec. Is it, did you put three or four re records out with mint? Um, three, four, if you include us re-releasing the first album. Okay. And it gets going kind of pretty quickly and around, and I think you're still with mint at this time. In 2011 and 2012, you chart in Canada. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, we charted the rest of the time, the other, the previous albums, but we, um, we actually on, all, on like alt rock radio. We did in after Unpersons, yeah. which came out in 2011. So, oh uh, yeah. yeah, that was like radio, radio as opposed to campus, um, just campus. It was like the other radio stations too. How many shows a year were you probably playing at that time? 150. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Somewhere yeah. in the range of 250, 200. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. 
two out of every three-ish days. Such a wild thing to think about. I mean, it just seems like it, it just got rolling so fast. Were you just kind of like holding on or were you were you really enjoying the ride? Mm. I mean, at the time, I think there was probably some suffering, but there was also a lot of like amazing moments and it was it was yeah i don't know I, I generally look back fondly on those days even though we were like touring for 92 days straight without like a break that which yeah. i couldn't do now but oh my god know, i would not do that now 20s no problem i can do anything <laughs> yeah yeah what are um i mean what are some of your favorite like i guess memories from that time uh, I think for me, it would be like the people that we we uh, brought along with us that helped us out on tour and stuff. Like we had Becky's cousin at one point. We've had um, different friends and I don't know. I mean, the people well, that you we know, to, you know, to from sh- into getting in a van with us, having nowhere to sleep and yeah. not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, people. We did a, yeah, no one got paid. But, you know, you know what it's like, Chris. It's fun, right? It's it's I mean, look, it's it's more fun than it's not. And yeah, I would have to agree with that. I I think that when it's particularly bad, it's particularly bad. Yeah. Mostly when it's fun, it's mostly fun. It's mostly fun. Yeah. More often than not, it's good. Um, yeah, it, it only, everyone has those shows or that drive or whatever where you're like, why, why the hell am I doing this? Like I just drove umpteen hours. I got, you know, paid 50 bucks uh mm-hmm. one of the locals didn't even they didn't make it for some reason i played in front of seven people and i drove 600 miles you know like yeah and yeah those were always good yeah <laughs> yeah they don't make me question anything any of my choices at all <laughs> not as long as you got a guarantee you know when you start mm-hmm. i i definitely have noticed as you start to get on the road more those bother you less when you have a good guarantee. If you get there and you're like, ah, show bombed, like whatever, man, got our money. <laughs> like, let's yeah. go uh, smash some food and we'll forget about it. <laughs> and you just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just a reality. Uh, something that, so you go through all this and at the end of what, 2012 is, is after those three albums. When, when do you get on with cadence? recordings uh well actually in between mint and cadence we did an album with network records okay and what we did album? our album do not engage okay and um so that happened in between so then cadence we came on with cadence uh for positive thinking and dollhouse uh in 2000 and 15 16 16 you guys have some like really good, and I mean this like really good music videos. Is Battering Ram? Is that uh, during the Mint era or just after? Um, that was during the Network. Era. Okay, so the Network. Yeah. Um, I think the Network era. You had two or three like videos that were like wild. You had one where you're, oh, it's like very apocalyptic sand dune like. Oh yeah, the Mad Maxi type. Yeah, yeah. Buzz Rocket. I do not engage. Yeah. Yeah. And we had. The video for Animal, where Becky was chained up, and I'm yeah. doing I'm <laughs> the, the, dancing doctor, and yeah, yeah, those uh, yeah, and batter. Those yeah. were some rad videos. Those looked like they had some uh, some bucks behind they, it. They did. Thank you. They look great. 
I'm doing a terrible job of trying to give the listener uh, a scope of, I guess, how fast some of this has, uh, has gone early on and then where, you know, where it's going now. You did a tour with Alice in Chains, like a, a, a run there, correct? Yep. Yes. And what year was that? Uh, that would have been 2014, I think. Okay. How many, do you remember how many days you did that with them or whatever? Uh, it was just like two weeks. Two weeks. I think. Yeah. But they were, they were like, um, like, uh, what do you call them? Hockey, uh, hockey arena shows. So they were really fun. And that's what, like my question. I think for most people who are listening to this, there's a lot of DIY type bands or mid-level bands or just average people. I mean, what is an arena you know, rock experience like, like how different is that compared to going and playing your, you know, hundred, uh, 400 cap room every night? Well, instead of having one sound guy, <laughs> there's this crew of about 30 people and everything is a very, very tight ship. It's kind of amazing watching it all to come together because they bring trucks of their whole gear, all their setup, all the stage backdrop lights and set it up in one day play the show, tear it all down at the end of the night and leave at two in the morning to get to the next place. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And then for us, it's like, it's great because, you know, we have, you get taken care of, um, as a band, um, like by, you know, the stage hands and everything and the, the crew. Um, and our set is like, it's a, it is a tight 30. There is no, there's no wiggle room, which I love. So you just get out there and play your guts out and you're done and immediately your stuff gets struck from the stage. And then, yeah, you You get dinner and lunch. (laughs) (laughs) And you stuff your gullet full of food and just say like, this is it. This is where I want to be. Yeah. on, On most tours, I feel like there's just not all that much food or time to eat so i don't i always lose weight but if i was doing arena tours all the time oh yeah i'd pork up (laughs) yeah like two meals a day two giant meals a day that's that's luxury you guys have toured quite a bit internationally and i know coming to america is international but across agua you guys have went to europe quite a bit how what are some of your favorite countries over there uh i really like the czech republic actually Checker Pokes, awesome, really crazy yeah. nice people, and they love rock and roll, which is great. Yeah, we we've, we usually play like some of the you know same old. We play like lots of uh, French shows and German shows and uh, like Switzerland and stuff. But uh, yeah, getting getting uh, further east is pretty cool. Eastern Europe is is wild. Is there anywhere globally that you really want to get to at some point? Uh, yeah, I, I would love to play in Japan. Me too. Yeah. That's kind of the dream. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. It just seems uh, like this fantasy land, but that yeah. maybe just be because we're ignorant. I don't know. I mean, they do have anything that you could ever want or not want in a vending machine. So, yeah. <laughs> so, there's so, so I've read, I read an interview where you talked about in France, especially a lot of, uh, the venue environment over there is very different. And you talked about a lot of shows are basically, they seem like they're like half of them are either in a cave or they're on a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can you talk about There's that a, a little bit? There's a lot of creative venues. Is that just a skirt around like um, 
you know, zoning stuff, or is that like all par for the course over there? Hmm. I I don't know. It's kind. Of, I guess because if you're on the water, you're not. A, you might not have noise complaints for some reason. I don't really know why, but there's just yeah. tons of boats and caves. Yeah, I don't know but, why. But a, but a lot of the venues are also uh, government subsidized, so they have really good gear and stuff like that. Because France, yeah. you know, they they fund the arts. Yeah. Pretty so good. yeah, there's a lot of funding in place, so everyone. Um, everyone gets paid well. And so that, that is also for the artists. So um, you can just get treated like gold over there. That's uh, I'll make a note of that. Yeah. <laughs> when one of the first times that like, not just meet you, but actually talk to you a little bit, I was blown away for you guys. Generally what to start a tour when you're coming into the States, unless you're starting out West, what it looked like. And I remember you guys talking about basically you had like an 18 hour drive or something to start to kind of like basically get into like the Midwest. Yeah. Because it didn't make a whole lot of sense to, you know, stop in like a Dakota and then jump a little further. Um, and you guys have been doing something similar to that basically f- since you've been coming to the States, correct? Well, it just depends on where the, the tour starts. I think that, you, I mean, it just depends. Like sometimes we've done back to back tours where we've, we've, um, we've gone to Europe first and then come back and immediately done an uh, American tour and then gone into Canada. So, you know, it's, it does make more sense to, we would drive across and like leave our car or leave our van rather, um, you know, basically on the other side of the country and then fly out from there and then pick up the van and then go to the first date. I mean, it's logistics. I don't know. You got it. It is constantly changing, but sometimes it makes more sense to go the long way just to get things going. It sounds brutal. Um, <laughs> it sounds yeah. brutal. I actually like those cross country drives where there's no the end conclusion of the day isn't um, more work. The end conclusion is just you know a hotel room and watching a cooking show. So I actually like those drives, but then I, I enjoy driving. Are you primarily the driver for uh, the Pack AD? Uh, yeah, except when we're in Europe and we we um, hire a driver there because I am not driving in Europe. <laughs> okay. Because I'm not parking in Europe because I can barely park here. So why would I want to park there? It's sick, insane. Um, you know, the streets are narrower and uh, it's too much. Uh, interesting European driving fact in the UK. And if I get this wrong, I'm sure I'll hear about it. But to my remembrance, taxi drivers there because the ro- the infrastructure there's so old um, the roadway system is pretty brutal in parts of London and they have to take a mm-hmm. test called the knowledge <laughs> and oh. and if you pass the knowledge you can be a taxi driver it's pretty intense <laughs> okay I believe it that sounds like the most intense test I've ever heard just called the knowledge well everything everything in North America is just so spread out and then cities are all grids I mean everything was built after the audio industry, you know, it wasn't like crazy, twisty, windy streets that go nowhere. And like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty good with maps, but when I'm in Europe and I'm walking around, sometimes I'm like, where am I now? Because <laughs> <laughs> I went in a circle somehow because this road went in a circle. So you have your new album coming out this week. What is the name of that album? It is called It Was Fun While It Lasted. That's a really optimistic album title um why i think it is 
<laughs> well, explain. Tell us. Uh, tell us why. Um, what was? You know what was? You know what was fun while it lasted? Being able to play live shows. Oh gosh! <laughs> and being able to hug your friends. Man. That was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What was the tone of the album? Like, what were you trying to talk about? Like lyrically, or I mean, how'd you come? You know, to the conclusion like this album's called "It Was Fun While It Lasted." Well, like the previous uh, two albums, we kind of deal with the same. We we have our favorite themes, but I mean, especially with with Dollhouse, the previous album, and with this one, we're really revisiting again, sort of the um, you know uh, climate change and. Um, basically the, the title is a bit of a play on, on the fact that it was, it was nice, you know, being on this planet. Um, the album cover is a picture of us with, uh, plastic bags over our heads and in the background, and we're at the beach, but in the background, there's an oil tanker. So it's kind of, you know, a comment on, on all of that, which really oddly got time strange because, you know, we made all these decisions back in December and then now we're releasing this album with this title our lead single is called give up <laughs> and <laughs> you know, like all these things put together seem a little on the nose except the dark. it was not planned it's, it's funny and not funny um it's yeah. just because it's the reality you know it's not always that life inherently for the individual in some of these developed countries is so bad but when you see bureaucracy and just things just kind of being just torn to bits of like what you deemed as normal. It's, I think it's mm-hmm. tough for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. On your last album, uh, dollhouse, you had a lyric, uh, in a song. Oh, don't want to get it wrong. Um, called I tried. Is that the proper name of the song? I think it's the last song mm-hmm. of the album. Yeah. And yeah. it basically led to the, uh, it's one of the most heavy, like lines and it was basically saying you know i tried really hard to finish last yeah that was I, it's just that's that's pretty much what it was yeah <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> what uh, we're so happy i know you are but I, I don't want... feel good band <laughs> if you can if you're willing what is that song about uh i think it's a fantastic song it's actually one of my favorite songs on the album even though it's like brutally sad, but I thought that line from a songwriting standpoint was like really good. And I think it points to, I think the feeling that a lot of people have sometimes whenever you're giving your best effort, like sometimes, uh, yeah, it's about just trying hard to get through it. It doesn't really matter if you succeed or not. You just need to kind of get through it, which is kind of the idea behind that. It's uh, enough to just pass the test. (laughs) You don't have to get an A plus. So on the new album, what are some things that like, what are some songs that maybe we should look for or ones that you're really happy with? Uh, we'll definitely give up, which is the the first single from the album. Um, and I mean, that's one of my, my personal favorite songs. That, and can people go listen to that now? Yeah. Yeah. It's totally on all our, all the ways that people listen to things, you know, except for inside a seashell. I haven't figured that one out yet. It's not streaming through conch yet. <laughs> but we're working on it yeah haven't hit that haven't hit that sales demographic or yet. the cans with the string <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh my god. So yeah, it's on it's on it's it's on our Spotify page and iTunes and Apple and uh I mean it might be on Pandora but I don't know. Yeah, probably it'll be on Pandora. Although we have it's so funny because Pandora is like this great service you guys have in the states that we don't have any kind of access to. So as far as I know, they don't even have our wait, most what? recent albums. Why did why do they not have Pandora in Canada? Um cuz we just don't and it's one of those things it's like we're not allowed to watch saturday night live <laughs> yeah <laughs> online we, we, only americans can what else is oh yeah hulu i think that's another american yeah we thing. don't have hulu i mean we've got we've got our own thing so don't worry we're okay we've got our uh, own stuff and it's and it's got a mandatory amount of canadian content on it so it's always great <laughs> 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 yeah one of the first times i went to canada one of the things that was the most jolting to me is that uh, liquor stores are ran by the Canadian government, correct? And they're called the beer store? In, well, Ontario. in Ontario. In Ontario. Okay. They have the beer store. We don't have a beer store. We've, just... in, where we are in Vancouver, like our province is BC. And so it's the BC liquor store. But yeah. So is it still ran by the government though? It's not, it's not yep. like, that's wild. That feels like very un-American for sure. With our weak beer, uh, <laughs> with our there weak are, beer, there are independent liquor stores too, but they uh, they charge a little more. So the yeah. cheapest place is the government liquor stores. The government yeah. liquor stores. Yeah. Um, that's the craziest thing. Something that happened more recently, and I didn't even know about it until I was just sitting down watching it. Uh, one of your songs was in the debut episode of Letterkenny, correct? Yes, that is right. Uh, what song was that? Uh, Everyone Looks Like Everyone from our album, We Kill Computers. And do you guys have, do you guys have like a licensing agent or kind of how did that come about? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, we, say- we, yes, we have a, we have a, um, a publisher that we, that um, pitches our songs to places. So yeah, that's how that happened. Um. <laughs> <laughs> This is so smooth. Um, <laughs> promise. I'm an industry professional. I had this really uncomfortable photo uh, of when I first introduced myself to you guys. You guys were playing a show in Indianapolis. And I came there, I think, with like a Sandfield record. And I would just said like, hey, I really love your band. Yada, yada. Let me put something out. It could be like this. And um, I approached you. And Maya, you were like, yeah, this is rad. Here's my information. And yep. Becky gave me a look like, don't get within 70 feet of me. <laughs> and then I was like, cool, can we take a picture? And you're like, sure. and Maya's like, sure. And, <laughs> and, and Becky looked like she was like in a dental chair getting ready to get like a, a tooth extracted. <laughs> And, Maybe uh, I was having a bad day. I don't no, it's okay. Look, no, it, it could have been a bad day. <laughs> I'm aware that this is the impression I kind of I give off sometimes to people. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I didn't hate you for it. <laughs> I wasn't well, mad I'm about just it. Shy, and that's okay. Uh, I, Maya kind of told me as much. She said, "Yeah, we'll do we'll do a picture." And I think she told me she's like Becky's. She'll be weird about it, but don't worry, it's fine. She like told me it'd be okay, which gave me a great indication that it probably wasn't okay. But we took a picture and I was like, cool. And I kept in contact 
And then you guys put out Dollhouse. But you guys were dumb enough to let me put out some music for you. And I really appreciate it. But you know, you really did actually describe so accurately, I'm sure, how that all happened. So I want to say your your retail is pretty perfect. I'm sure the transition was just as smooth as what just happened right now. Um, (laughs) This is going to be the rawest episode ever. But I don't want to overly keep you. So let's get to, A, we have some more uh, Pack AD stuff coming out uh, on Romanus here whenever, goodness gracious, Record Plant opens up. Uh, You'll have a split with Brother Brother. Don't speak for me. Wow. <laughs> this, is, this is rough. Those little beeps I, and bloops I and blops. I also need to eat dinner. Those, those, <laughs> those beeps and boops and blops will be in the recording, so it's good. <laughs> beeps and boops and blops. <laughs> keeping it raw. Keeping it real. Keeping the, it the, raw. The rawest of dogs. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that'll be out here in probably April or May. It'll be really tasty. It'll have it's a song. It's so awesome. I was going to ask you about that because that's it's so exciting. Yeah, it's uh, it's stuck the Corona ether right now. I've got yeah. like four test pressed, four test pressings at my house that I mm-hmm. can't get uh, the rest of the stuff on because the plant's closed. So super cool. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it'll come out after, and uh, actually has you playing drums or singing Maya yes. for the first time on the track. And, and, and actually, I'm playing drums as well. That's true. That's true. Uh, you took lessons. Uh, start a band. I and did. <laughs> uh, I mean, that'll be cool to have. All this to say, you know, relationships or whatever have become less awkward over time. And I really appreciate that um, mm-hmm. as much as this uh, podcast would lead you to believe. So I have some really quick questions. These are all really stupid questions to wrap this up and we'll get it moving. Kay. And you guys are going to sell every album you've ever made and just be corona corona champions i i have five eh, six quick questions um and these are from research and we'll see if they're good or not uh maya what is your favorite gamecube video game you were playing buffy the other night which was a that's a deep dive yeah that was a deep dive uh but i would have to say gamecube wise it probably would still be buffy chaos bleeds um that game is so good so yeah um, Becky, how did you get hooked up with Yamaha guitars? Uh, we played a session for Yamaha because Maya uh, already was getting Yamaha drums sponsorship in Europe. And we did a little session and I played a Yamaha guitar because they're like, well, you should play a Yamaha guitar. I'm like, well, of course. So I was playing the guitar. And then after the session, uh, the strap on the guitar, I needed a guitar strap. So I'm like, hey, can I can I have this guitar strap? I, I, need, I need one right now. <laughs> the guy's like, yeah, sure. You can have the guitar strap. And I'm like, can I have the guitar too? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty that much how it happened. That's a that's a strong flex. Um, <laughs> you're like, my I need a strap. I need a rubber band. I need I need this I need this guitar. I I need this uh, this studio. Anything else you yeah. can give me? Hey, Yamaha, can I? Hey, that over there, can I have it? <laughs> yeah. I should have tried. I should have tried for everything. Yeah, I mean, they, got motor- they make motorcycles. They yeah. make everything. Um, yeah. They do it all pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. Maya, why do you... Do you hate live albums? 
Oh, what? <laughs> what? What? What is? What is the meaning of this question? I'm the interviewer here. It's just you can answer the question. Do you? Do I hate live albums? Like, if there uh, was like a Pack AD live album, would you be less than enthused for it to exist? Oh well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a, like a huge fan of live music, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a really hard question for me to answer. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess, Becky, would you like to see a live album in in production at some point? Is that something that you would like to exist? Uh, well, we actually did make some of our live songs, but I don't know what we're doing with it yet. So it's kind of it's, to it's just your question. We might actually already have a live album. Yeah, this is good. This is uh, this is good information. Which is great because it's already recorded, so it's not like we have to go and play another live show, which we won't be able to because you know it's yeah. true it's true well i know a guy um becky uh you are a big horror film fan is that what i'm led to believe yeah is it, i, this I is do all, like horror movies what's your favorite film this is this is all like uh you know very much a wikipedia says uh kind of thing here uh, what's your favorite horror film oh mm, american werewolf in london it's a good, good choice, choice. Uh, Maya, how did you land a sock deal? Um, because we were we. How did that happen? Because we got sponsorship from Skull Skates in Vancouver, and we were working with this fellow at the, and he's like, also you can have these socks. <laughs> I don't really remember how that happened. <laughs> you just walked into a building, went, can I have these socks? And he said, yeah, take them. <laughs> It was that's, a, we, that's how we get things. We it, just walk into places and ask for stuff. It was a classic. I came here for tissue paper. Now I have a sock deal similar to. I need this strap. Give me this guitar. Yeah, that's actually pretty much what it was. I'm starting to wondering if uh, the Pack AD's merchandise deals are just theft. <laughs> uh, okay, and uh, Becky, uh, this will be our last weird question, and then I'll let you. Uh, Get out of here. You were a lacrosse player and a figure skater in a different life. Is this true? I mean, in the same life, but yes. And and soccer. And soccer. I used to, I used to be quite the the sports person. <laughs> when, <laughs> when? If you will. Do you, <laughs> you still, do you still sports like person so at all? It's like it's so long, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a music person now. <laughs> There's no crossover. No, I, I still uh, I like to watch hockey because I'm Canadian. So, but yeah, no, I haven't I haven't played a sport in a while. When was the last time? So when I when I read figure skater, okay, and I'm totally ignorant, okay. But when I read figure skater, figure skater to me says like you actually did figure skating, not just like oh I like to go to the hockey rink and go skate around. Is that yeah? I did figure skating. I did competitions. How long did you do that for? Mm, five years, I guess. And when, I guess, when did you stop? When I was 11, Oh, I think. okay. Oh, that's not so bad. <laughs> I was hoping it was like 17. And... Oh, no, I was never that good. 
Alright. <laughs> and actually, it was, I, I always enjoyed it, but my parents were basically like, yeah, you guys, like, my sister did it too, and I guess we just didn't seem that into it, and it was very expensive because you have to get a coach and all this, like, it's a pretty frou-frou thing, like, figure skating and horseback riding are these yeah. very expensive things that if you're just not that into it, then, you know, you get, you, get, you know, the funds will get cut and you're out. You're out. <laughs> so that's okay. kind of what happened. Yeah, makes sense. Lacrosse and figure skating are pretty bourgeois sports. Uh, Lacrosse, yeah, very bourgeois. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, this was uh, probably the most fun I've had doing one of these podcast interviews, and it's for sure the most professional. So (laughs) for real, though, I really appreciate it. I hope your guys' album release goes fantastic. Uh, Obviously, we'll be pumping it out. And um, yeah, I hope you... uh, have the grub of your lifetime. Uh, last little question or get out of here. Maya, have you gotten the, uh, the hat you're looking for in red dead redemption or did you give up that dream? Oh, I haven't gotten it yet because it's really hard to kill rats, um, and have a perfect carcass. So (laughs) I don't have a lot of patience for using the small game arrows. Um, I prefer to use a varmint rifle. And that just sort of obliterates the rats. So no, I don't have that hat yet. What What's the name of that hat uh, you're trying to? I, I think it's just I think it's just like a like a like a rat hat. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want uh, a pack eighty shirt. Maybe I'll, I'll have to find a way to make it, and it'll just be <laughs> a picture of you like a caricature with a rat hat on. That's yeah. That's okay, I like that's, it. What, I like that's what the world needs. That's the that content. is what the world needs. Um, in these dark times, they need to know that people are out there <laughs> trying to get that rat hat. <laughs> I would have to have something stupid on the back. Like I spent twenty hours playing Red Dead Redemption Two, and all I got was this stupid rat hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. Becky, right. design it. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. I'll put it in a production. I have no problem doing it. Um, uh, okay. Well, hey, this was, uh, yeah, this was rad. And uh, I hope that your release goes well. And I'm sure we'll talk to each other soon. Uh, hopefully the world opens up enough that you'll still be able to come to the States here in June. You're supposed to tour yeah. uh, the U.S. starting when? Uh, June 2nd. So Okay. Fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers uh, crossed. Yeah, are, are as far as you know, all those shows still a go. Yes, as far as I know, um, and if uh, we will know, we'll know pretty shortly um, if they're not, and if they're not, we're going to reschedule right away. So, okay, yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it was good talking to you. It was good talking mm-hmm. to a former figure skater, a former <laughs> university store, a bookstore clerk, or. Packer. I don't know what the shipper. shipper. I'm not sure what your title was. Um, but yeah, but yeah, seriously, I hope you guys, uh, take it easy. We'll be in touch. Right on. Yeah. You too. Okay. See ya. Thank you guys. Bye. 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 Looking up. Never.